Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of Friday Fire. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Sam. I am the Small Business Surgeon, and I will be your host for today's monologue. Guys, for those of you just discovering the show, I am Samuel Smith. I go by the Small Business Surgeon, and I do small business surgery, and uh, you can learn more about that at followsam.live. However, on Mondays, we have shows from around the world of business. We have interviews with business leaders, CEOs, authors, uh, people, entertainers all around the world, and uh, we've got some great guests. So Mondays are the guests. Go back in the back catalog, check them out if you're just finding us. And then Fridays, I like to monologue a little bit and talk about uh, what I've learned that week, talk about issues that have come up with clients maybe on projects we're working on together and maybe just share a little bit of, uh, of knowledge around. And there's no difference today because today or well, when you hear this, but today is uh, Friday, August 4th, which is my 43rd birthday. It is my 43rd trip around the sun, or as I like to see it, it's the sun's 43rd trip around me because I haven't been anywhere. So uh, we'll we'll figure that out. But uh, what I wanted to share with you guys today, and for, for long-time listeners of the show, I did this a couple of years ago for my birthday episode, but uh, I want to share the things and some lessons with you that I've learned at 43 years old that, that maybe uh, maybe you haven't learned yet so uh yeah we'll just jump straight into the lessons i'll keep it brief and uh if you want to leave me a birthday present i would love if you go over to follow sam.live and hit that five star button to leave a review on itunes or on google or wherever you listen to podcasts really it helps me out it helps the show out and uh, helps the guests get a little more views and a little more downloads on the uh, on the episodes so anyway what i want to talk about today is the, the, the shit i've learned at 43 years old and and Guys, if 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 you don't believe me, I've done some dumb stuff. Um, I think you know if if you're gonna be dumb, you got to be tough. And as the stuff I've done, man, it's a good thing I'm. Uh, it's a good thing I'm tough. Let's just put it like that. So we'll start with the first lesson. We'll talk about holes in your bucket. And this was a lesson that I had heard many times over. And and the analogy's been fit into a lot of things. Um, it, I actually heard it again the other week uh, in in a business uh, sense. But the holes in the bucket that I'm referring to are a personal sense. And it was my little brother, Will. Will Smith. Yeah, the the white Will Smith. But it was my little brother, Will, that um, reminded me of this several years ago. Um, Look at your finances like a bucket. And water is money coming in the top. Revenue is your money. The thing that slows you down is the number of holes in the bucket. So... Let's say you have a business and you're working from home. There's no real hole there in the bucket. But if you go rent an office, maybe you put a $3,000 hole in the bottom of that bucket. And so now you've got to put $3,000 worth of water in the bucket every month just to fill it up, just to pay for the office. And the lesson here is twofold. Because we spend our lives trying to make a bigger bucket. But the lesson here is take care of your little bucket. Patch up the holes in the little bucket. And work on the hose pipe. Because if you can have a small bucket with not many holes 
and if you can have a hose pipe that flows water freely and abundantly and never runs out then you can add a few more holes to your bucket um, the idea is keep as little expenses as possible going out until the river coming in exceeds any type of expense that you're going to encounter and really the goal is to get that river set up as passive income and so over the years i've done a lot of good and i've done a lot of stupid things and when i take my bucket my personal bucket my business bucket just not even last year my bucket had $25,000 worth of holes in it every month between office rent and payroll and every other damn bill you can think of and so rather than focusing on making more water appear which I have done not only did I focus on making more water appear I said how's the water escaping from this bucket and I went about patching the holes selling things I didn't need uh, paying off things that I didn't need to be making payments on anymore and getting rid of a lot of those holes and so now my hose is bigger is that right can i say that on a podcast the diameter of my hose is bigger you're probably laughing at me you get where i'm going with the analogy so i've made a bigger hose more water comes in but not only have i made a bigger hose i've got way fewer holes in my bucket and my expenses now are a fraction of what they were when we had multiple office spaces and Jesus, you know, 11, 12, 17 employees and contractors. And my life's a lot less stressful. So, you know, when you're growing your business, when you're working yourself, even if you don't have a business, make sure the holes in your bucket aren't draining all the water out. Secondly, take a little bit of that water and set it into a bucket on the side that nobody else knows about. The second most important thing, once you're done patching the holes in the bucket, save your money. Like, you ever hear the expression, save for a rainy day? And guys, I'm talking to you from experience here, yeah? I live in Texas, and for the last God knows how many days, it's been ungodly hot. It's been awful. 100 plus degrees and the heat index 10 degrees higher than that and you think it's never going to rain and we go through the chapters in life where the money coming in is so good that the holes in the bucket don't matter because you never think the money's going to stop for a second and you must remember that with all sunshine there's going to be a little rain sometimes I never promised you a rose garden, right? But for real, the sun balances out with the rain. It's going to rain. So make sure you take and save for a rainy day. And the, the level of comfort I have, you know, there, there is definitely something about being able to look at my check when I get paid and take 10% out of it immediately and put it to one side. Like, you just sleep better. And you don't miss the 10%. You just work harder to make more money. So life definitely changes when you take 10% of what you earn and you set it to one side. And it is hard to do. It's very hard to do. There's some months where you got to dip into it. And you're like, for the love of God, here we go again. But if you keep setting that 10% aside, 
That's the foundation. That's what lets you sleep at night. And far too many times I have made the mistake of dipping into my savings to cover expenses in a business, whereas I should have been ignoring the fact that I had savings and hustling to cover the expenses in other ways. And I think that's a mistake that a lot of us make. And it's something that I've definitely learned at 43. Um, I'm sorry, there's not a big enough emergency for you to take my fucking savings, period. Right, we've all lost money investing, but there is not an emergency big enough for you to take my savings. I will go and I will find more savings. I'll go sell stuff, I'll make it work. The next thing, and I did a whole episode on this topic, you gotta remember that little fish are sweet. And what I mean by that is you can fill your belly with little fish. They're easy to catch. They don't take a lot of attention. They don't take a lot of work. And you can catch a whole bunch of little fish and you can eat very well off little fish. And what we do as small business owners especially is a lot of us tend to ignore the little fish because we're waiting on the big fish. And this happened to me last year. Um, I put tens of thousands of dollars of resources into the experiment that was uh, Soapbox. And I turned down a lot of other work waiting on the funding that had been promised by the investors. And it didn't, it didn't materialize. Those investors had some problems of their own. And they, you know, they pulled out on the money they pledged. And all that time, I'd been ignoring the little fish. I'd been ignoring the $5,000 jobs and ignoring the $10,000 jobs. And I didn't really take a job that was less than 20, 25 grand because I was so focused on getting Soapbox to where it was going and getting that first check from those investors. And it really hurt when that check didn't come in because I could have done the same thing and remained somewhat focused on the little fish I could have put a $5,000 project on the board every couple of weeks and just kept the light bill paid. But we were so convinced that this big fish had already landed. Um, I ignored the little fish and that led, to, uh, that led to a cash crunch, which leads me to the next lesson. I hope you never discover this. I hope you hear me and heed it because everybody that you talk to Everybody that you pitch, everybody that comes around you, comes around your business, has an idea, wants something. Every single person has money until it is time to pay the invoice. And I don't care if that's a $1,000 invoice or a $50,000 invoice. The amount of bullshitters that you have to listen to in business, the amount of stories that you have to get told, the amount of absolute fucking horse shit that comes out of people's mouths when it comes to money it's difficult um you know some of the times you'll end up working for free um now i don't do anything without a deposit and without a contract and yet still even with a deposit and a contract you can still lose and so just be very very wary of the fact that everybody has money until it's time to pay the invoice and that invoice isn't paid until the wire and the funds have cleared to your account I've had clients say, yep, send the wiring instructions, send it on bank letterhead, we'll get it sent out. And there's something about sitting there waiting on a couple of hundred thousand dollar wire 
and it not showing up that really will fuck with a business owner. It will fuck with you. And so the takeaway from that is don't count the money. Don't count on the money. Don't put it on the scoreboard. Don't fucking account for it, anything, until it is cleared into your bank account. Because more often than not, a lot of people are feeding you a line of shit. And when you find the people that have money, they pay immediately. They pay instantly. You send a $30,000 invoice, you get a check back. You get a fucking text back, sorry, 10 minutes later that says paid. And it's wonderful. So people that pay on time absolutely exist. I highly suggest you work with them. But do not forget that everybody has money until it's time to pay the fucking bill. Which leads me to the next lesson. Trust your guts. Goodness me. There's a whole school of science now that has actually connected cells in the gut to cells in the brain. And there's a lining couple of cells thick all the way around the gut that's made of the same stuff that your brain's made of so your gut can actually think and that's where the gut feeling comes from and every single time especially in investments you know i've got to the point where i don't invest in anything at all unless i'm in fucking control of it like i just don't the number of times i've invested with people that have just wanked off with my money like, it's fucking unbelievable. It really is. And every time it's gone wrong, every time I've got an investment wrong, there has been a gnawing feeling in my gut that I've ignored. Because maybe I liked the guy selling it. Maybe I thought the guy had a good idea. Maybe he got a, a good track record and I'd seen screenshots and I was like, well, you know, okay. Lose every time. That gut feeling's there for a reason. And as humans, we all evolve a fight-or-flight response to things and to danger. And the gut is the very first canary in the coal mine. It's the very first warning of, hey, something ain't right here. And if you go with your head and you ignore your gut, most of the time, in my experience, you're going to lose. So always trust the things you're feeling. Um, don't discount those feelings. They're there for a reason. Next lesson, two bulls, two bulls, be the old bull. So there's two bulls in a field. My granddad used to tell me this story. I keep thinking my granddad would tell me this story, and I'm sure I said that before, but my granddad never swore, ever. I don't remember my granddad ever swearing. Every male role model I had swore, I swear. I do not remember my granddad ever swearing in front of me. So when I say he told me the story, maybe it was my dad and my memory's getting fucked up because I'm 43. But there's two bulls at the top of a hill. And there's a field of cows right there in the valley below them. And the young bull turns and says to the old bull, here, I'm going to run down this hill, right? And I'm going to fuck one of them cows. Because, you know, that's what bulls do in their, uh, in their time off. And the, uh, the old bull says, no, son, he says, we're going to walk down the hill and we're going to fuck all of them cows. And that's really a metaphor for, for life. There are times in life where you have to go fast, without a doubt. There are times where you have to react quickly. There are situations you're in where you have to make decisions and move fast. 
I'm not discounting that. And yet what I've learned is the majority of the time, if you walk down the hill and you prepare as you're walking and you take good notes and you learn what's going on and you get yourself ready and you set yourself up properly, you can fuck every single cow in the field one at a time. You can take advantage of every opportunity in front of you one at a time. Go slow, prioritize, pick what works for you, ignore the rest, and go one after another after another. And you can really make things happen. So the key is don't rush into opportunities. Don't rush into one opportunity when you can walk and take your time and handle multiple opportunities, right? Don't fucking rush. Don't. There's no rush for anything. Except the guy on the end of the opportunity that's trying to get your money off you. He's always in a rush. So remember that, the, the two cows. So two bulls, sorry. So we've done little fish are sweet. We've done holes in the bucket. We've done two bulls. We've done trust your gut. We've done safe for a rainy day. I've got two more. The cheat code to life. There's a cheat code to this shit. And I've discovered it. And if you look at my social medias from where I was last year and where I was five years ago, you'd certainly think I was cheating. I'm going to give you the goods. I'm going to give you the secret. You ready? Write this down. If you focus on anything and commit to it over time, you'll get it. Period. That's it. Shh. That's the secret. No, for real. That's the fucking secret. My life has changed so much since I started prioritizing. At first it was by myself, and now obviously it's with Nina. You know, we got quite out of alignment a little while back because I prioritize. And she prioritizes. And yet we had never prioritized as a we. And so what we did was we put everything that she wanted to do and everything that I wanted to do on a big piece of paper. And we said, right, what's the most important? And we just went one by one by one, picking the most important things that we wanted out of life. And I'm focused on those things and absolutely nothing else. I know what the ideal version of me looks like. I have an I am statement that I read every single day. Shit, it's right here. Look, I didn't have to go far for it. It's right on my desk. Like, I read it every day. It's in my tracking metrics now. I added it to, you know, I'm tracking my 90 days at a time. And I've just had amazing results. I, I really need to put an episode together and start sharing those results. I just Some of them I can't talk about yet. Um, but wow, like tracking that stuff has made it so much better. And on my tracking sheet, I read my I am statement twice a day because it focuses me. Everything on my I am statement is who I am, who the ideal version of me is, who I'm working towards becoming. It's got my ideal income on there. It's got my ideal relationship on there. It's got everything on there that's ideal that I dream of in life. And the lesson here is if you focus on anything, anything at all, and commit to it over time, you'll get it. And what the I am statement and the priority list and the vision board does is it directs your focus 
towards those things and it gears your brain up to solving the problems that are on the way to getting those things and what I learned is you have to work but you have to work anyway whether I go to work at the bacon factory where I started out all those years ago turning whole pigs into inside out pigs and packages of bacon or whether I record podcasts and do interviews and look at companies and do consulting and build digital infrastructures for people whatever it is I have to work and the reason I do podcasts and build digital infrastructures for a living is because I said you know what that's my fucking dream my dream isn't to sell houses my dream isn't to run a media company my dream isn't to be a coach my dream is to be a consultant and build systems and processes in the digital space for people that are struggling in business. I love to do it. I've been doing it since 2008 when I launched my first internet company by typing in how do I make money on the internet. And that was my dream. And so that's what I focused on and that's what I've become. And yeah, it took me several years and I'm still going to school for bits of it. But I'm really good at what I do. I just got validated out of fucking thousands and thousands and thousands of other consultants. I've been validated. I Man, life's great. And it all came from me writing down what I wanted to achieve, reading it every day. And the crazy thing is, if you read it out loud and you're not doing it, it forces you into alignment. It forces you to go, well, I'm not a liar and I have to read this. So am I going to read it and be a liar or am I just going to read it and get on with it? And so, yeah, that's the lesson. Focus is your superpower. The key to having everything you want in life is, is commitment, focus, and hard work. Um, sorry, there's no magic pill. But like I've said on shows before, guys, if there was a magic pill, we'd all be taking it. If there was a magic button on the internet that you pressed over and over and money fell out of it I'd be the one fucking pushing it if there was dick pills that worked we'd all be walking around with wheelbarrows in front of us right there is no magic pill hard work focus persistence that's how you get where you're going all right time for one more lesson then I'm gonna let you go because it's already been 20 minutes we all die guys we all fucking die and this year has been a little bit harder than, than most years. I've lost a couple of close people to me. And, you know, coming up, growing up, it's not that common. And yet, as you get older, you realize that everybody has an expiration date. Not a single one of us know when anybody's date is. I've lost friends to cancer. I've lost friends to car accidents. I've known people that have killed themselves. I've had friends not die, but have a stroke. I've had friends have massive heart attacks this year. And it just makes you stop and wonder. So the last lesson is that we all die. Nobody gets out of here alive. And with that in mind, if you don't like what you're doing in life, you can fucking change it. Life's over in an instant. Don't spend your entire life doing something that you're not passionate about and that you don't love just because it pays the bills. Don't do that. Do something you love. 
don't listen to the opinions of other people. If they don't bring you love, joy, peace, happiness, money, if they don't bring you any of that stuff, with love, joy, peace and happiness being far more important, if they don't support you, if they don't share your vision, if they don't help, don't hang out with them. Life's too short. Don't let other people's opinions fucking sway yours. And don't worry about being judged by people. That's easier said than done. I worry about being judged by people all the time. But at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is I'm the fucking happiest I've ever been. Life is great. You can, you can do that too. Don't fucking listen to what other people say. Don't listen to what their idea of success is. You have your own idea of success. You have your own idea of what a good life is. You have your own idea of what the ideal version of you looks like. So time is short. It is limited. And one day you will die. One day I'll be gone. And the only way you could hear this podcast, or the only way you can hear this, my voice is to listen to this podcast. But the lesson is, like, we never know when it's over. And so are you going to spend the rest of your life stuck in a bunch of shit or are you going to spend the rest of your life focused and committed and working towards the things that you want to make happen so that's it from me on today this friday my 43rd birthday my 43rd trip around the sun it's been fucking great so far i've done a lot of good things made a lot of mistakes i've been given a lot of grace and I'm looking forward to another 43 years to see what kind of fucking mischief I can get into next. So with that said, if you want to give me a present for my birthday, I would love for you guys to run over to followsam.live. Click on the link there and uh, leave me a five-star review. It helps the show. It helps me grow. It helps the audience. Like, it's just a really nice thing to do. And uh, also, the new website, Right now, smallbusinesssurgeon.com is uh, it's just a uh, it's just a lead capture funnel. But for the last month, I have been working behind the scenes on launching the new Small Business Surgeon website, a full integrated site with all kinds of good stuff on it and direct links to the podcast and videos and coaching and all that great stuff too. So uh, keep an eye out for that. I was hoping to have it launched uh, before this month, but eh, you know what? I would like it to be uh, I'd like it to be working really really well because uh, again building digital infrastructure for people is kind of what i do for a living so uh, it has to be right anyway that'll do from me i'm out of here i've got to go and uh, and blow a uh, a streamer and and have some cake and light some candles and blow them out too so uh, you'll be good stay safe and uh, i'll see you all on uh, on monday This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week.